Welcome to the inaugural podcast, uh, the Play It By Ear podcast. Eric Fiscus, along with Todd Griffin, Brady Liming. Hello. And, hey, hey. Hey. We'll bring a topic to the table each week. That's kind of how this is going to work. We'll also have some topics that will be ongoing from week to week, and uh, we'll kind of lay those out as we go along. So we thought the first topic of this week, uh, we would talk about why are we doing this? So, uh, and I know some people probably asked you all, well, why do you want to do that? Why do you feel the need? Why do you... Definitely. It's like, no one ever thought of that before. Why? You... <laughs> yeah. And we were talking about that prior to the recording yeah. here, so... Like, there's not an abundance of podcasts out there, but... Well, there it's are. It's bad ones. It's good ones. Yeah. So, Todd, what's your deal? Well, I kind of think that, um, you know, we've been sitting around talking about nothing and everything for what, 25 years now? 25 plus years. And yes. uh, we've kind of mentioned before how, you know, maybe it might be a good idea to start recording it and seeing um, if we can come up with some interesting things to talk about, some things that other people might want to, you know, hear us talk about. Uh, so, figure why not try a podcast? Also, I will say this, I think we're all pretty good at debating in a spirited way without getting angry, so... I think you know it's what? a pretty good. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good, um, you know, setup for being able to talk about things, and everyone's not hearing three people agreeing on every single thing we talk about, and also not listening to us argue in a right in a vicious manner. Brady, yes, um, and to cut through the chase, yeah, there's a lot of options for podcasts out there, and um, let's be honest, we want to entertain you. Um, we're just not. Doing this for fun. We are doing this for fun, but we've said for years, I think we got to cut right to the chase on it. We're pretty darn funny sometimes. We're entertaining. If you could be a fly on the wall, we've said for years, man, if somebody could just follow us around, like with a camera crew, we'd be built in reality TV. And this podcast makes it happen. I mean, we're here to be thought provoking and to kind of give you a good case of the giggles, hopefully. Um, we're also we're modest. We're, yes. we're, we're very modest. Extremely. <laughs> So um, we're funny. Just ask us. It, it, we are funny. Just ask us. And just the only thing we ask is, uh, please don't send any strange, uh, you know, uh, what's those words? Uh, gifts, you know, celebrity gifts. We, we will be accepting those, but not quite yet. Just be. Uh, I am kidding. Once again, I like, like dark chocolate. Yes, um, gadgets. Any kind of gadgets. But um, but yeah, we we've thought about this for years. Uh, I still think some of the classic times, if you would have just had a microphone in the car when we were just driving around going places, and point of reference, I mean, we still talk about conversations we had 25 years ago and still crack up to the point of laughing. So Crack if they, up to the point of laughing. Crack <laughs> up to the point of laughing. Sometimes we laugh to the point of cracking That's up. That's how funny it is. And that we is crack how... Crack up to the point of laughing. And sometimes we'll laugh so much we'll go back together and just skip the cracks. But um, but yeah, if they've stood the test of time for 25 years, they're probably funny. I would like to add also that there's probably lots of times where we're happy we didn't have a microphone. <laughs> um, I say a, more often a, than not. A recording device, but yes. <laughs> Some things we recorded and thought, well, maybe we shouldn't have recorded <laughs> that. Uh, as far as me, um, I have always had an affinity for radio uh, to the point of I mean even when I was an elementary kid I would play DJ you know play songs and intro and outro them and 
Um, one of my dream jobs has always been a radio talk show host. I thought very briefly about majoring in radio television in college, but then I thought, well, first of all, I don't know anybody. And second of all, if I'm going to be poor as an educator, I'm really going to be poor as someone working in radio. So uh, unless I got on WLW and I don't have the voice for that. So I, I, I knew my limitations going in. So I've kind of went a different way with that. I've done a lot of sports stuff, but um, this is a creative outlet for me. And we had a conversation amongst ourselves that obviously I do want listeners. I hope a lot of people listen and enjoy it, but it really wouldn't matter to me if no one listened, because like I said, it's just a creative outlet. It's akin to a painter taking the paint and onto the canvas or uh, just someone strumming their guitar in their in their house with no one else around and singing or whatever. It's just a creative outlet. Yes. That cue to memory, Eric. Um, I remember when I went to Radio Shack, I got one of those build-it-yourself microphone kits. We ran a radio station out of my room. Yes. <laughs> where we would sports broadcast. Well, it was like your dad's radio ham equipment in that room. Yeah, that CV room thing. I was always fascinated by all that. WBLAF. We had to, we, we, we had, we had to throw in our, uh, so WBLAF didn't. Blaff. Blaff <laughs> doesn't work so well, but to us, we thought it was great. But yeah, that's always been a, a hobby of mine, and now I get to move into that realm that uh, no one will ever pay me to do, probably. But again, a creative outlet. So that's if you're accepting sponsorships, you uh, can't pay us. <laughs> well, I think that's the great thing about podcasting. With with you know, we can now be broke educators and broke podcasters. Uh, exactly. And <laughs> there are a few things you can do in this world that make you less broke than being an educator. But hey, we're here. Maybe French maybe a musician <laughs> playing clubs. <laughs> French that, literature that, that can make you major. relatively broke. Yes, right? uh, I have to play music. Because I'm a broke educator. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there we go. So that's why we're here. And uh, again, we hope you enjoy what we record from week to week. And uh, as Brady said, thought-provoking, uh, laughing to the point, cracking to, up to the point of laughing. Yes. That's that's our goal. And not to say we won't ever get a more serious topic or a little little heavier on the topic, but... I think starting out this week, we're a little bit more lighthearted to start things off. I would agree. So, and also, I'd like to add that all of our opinions are our own. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I speak for no one but myself, <laughs> uh, certainly. This so, podcast cannot be held liable for the opinions <laughs> of the hosts. All right. So, again, the way the show will go, everyone will bring a topic to the table every week. So... We will start with Todd, and I guess we'll go clockwise as we're sitting here. Todd, to my left. What's Wearing your topic? Wearing the blue sweatshirt with the gray trim. Yes. <laughs> just like just like broadcasting a game. Yeah, exactly. blue, blue sweatshirt, gray trim. Uh, well, so I kind of got to thinking about this the other day, and I was trying to come up with some topics, and uh, I stopped at the gas station before work, and the topic kind of just presented itself. I looked down, and I saw a bag of orange cream M&Ms and it just really got me thinking about all the different oddball flavors of candy that we all grew up with that now there's just a onslaught of you know different flavors and different little you know ways of doing them and I just I kind of thought it would be interesting to talk about and then maybe talk about some classic candy that we grew up with that maybe some of you might have grown up with as well um 
So they might want to kind of... Any trip to the dollar store will see the uh, newest version of the M&M's out. You know, we have the Rice Krispie ones to the caramel ones to the orange cream ones to the coffee-flavored ones, yeah. which is gag-inducing to me to even think about. But Nasty. And as a aficionado of orange cream, any kind of candy, the problem, man... You eat one and it stays with you for an hour. It's oh, yeah. overpowering on the orange cream. Yes. Oh, I, I like the caramel ones, or is it caramel? <laughs> Whatever you like. <laughs> I like. The, I do like the caramel. Ones. I, I think it's a sliding scale depending upon how much it costs. If it's more expensive, it's caramel. <laughs> if it's less expensive, the the peanut M M&M, and or the caramel M M&M Ms are caramel. But yes, you know, those the Esther Douglas candies are. <laughs> I always had an idea that caramel is flowing in near liquid but caramel will rip your dentures out when you bite into it that it that was my always my scale that caramel was much smoother but it's never caramel it's always caramel or caramel correct there's one caramel caramel by the sea in california that clint eastwood was the mayor of really i believe that's caramel right and the water's very liquid so i stand by it I'm sure or maybe I'm i don't know so you know i noticed this because i tried one of these kit kats the um it's mint. It's like a, it's a, it's a dark chocolate. Brady made a face. It's a dark chocolate. <laughs> pardon the paper noises. I actually wrote it down. It's the, it's a Kit Kat duo, and it's mint chocolate, and dark chocolate. And I like that because I'm a, I like thin mints. That's my favorite Girl Scout oh, cookie. I like. Okay, wait a minute. Duo. So are, are half of the Kit Kats one thing, well, and half of the Kit Kats the other, or are they just kind of all mixed? Not together? the half you're probably thinking. Because it's not like one cat is, is green and one cat is dark chocolate. It's one one kit is dark chocolate. One cat is mint. No, it's 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 in the half. For instance, if you picture the Kit Kat, you're looking at it head on from the end, yeah, the edge. I got gotcha. you. The bottom part is dark chocolate. The top part is mint, and uh, it's pretty tasty. I got to be honest with you. Oh, it, both of those flavors. I don't like dark chocolate nor mint. So that was like a satanic combination. Like there's, and I know people are passionate about their thin mints, but like even the smell of a peppermint patty. Well, <laughs> I know this is a podcast. You can't see my face, but um, do not besmirch the peanuts on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like mint. Uh, one of my favorite things about mint candy, though, is uh, my dad. Um, he likes mint candy as well, but it makes him sneeze. So, <laughs> so one of my favorite things to do is get my dad a, a thing of Andy's mints for Christmas or something, and then watch him eat them one by one and having sneezing fits <laughs> in his recliner. <laughs> because uh, I'll try not to be too loud here, but if you've ever heard my dad sneeze, he utters the words "boohum" when he sneezes. <laughs> so it's just like a semi-automatic "boohum, boohum, boohum" when he's eating mints. So it's... maybe that's why I have a. Soft spot for mint. That, that, how, how old were you when you discovered this? Because like all I could think of is you being in trouble for something. It's like, oh, I'm really going to get it. Better slip him a mint so he sneezes and forgets what I'm getting yelled at about. So. Todd, Todd would get in trouble and his dad would discipline him reclined in the recliner. Yes. It's, it's the only thing I've ever seen like that. He'd be yelling at Todd and he'd be reclined back and probably eating mints and sneezing. I don't know. But. <laughs> That's the most chill berating I could ever imagine. I just, I find it hilarious because like when you offer them to him, he'll say no the first time, every time. Yeah, you know I can't eat those. I go ahead and give me one. It's like it's worth it. But each mint usually is about seven sneezes. Like each Andy's wow. mint. Yes. 
It's so. like when Weather Channel is calling, it's like, Chuck, that's an F4 Yeah. after that one. But you know, thankfully, he's still of the hanky generation, so he uses a, he usually has a hanky uh, there. That's a topic for another time. Oh, yeah, that, that's a topic that, that, in and of itself. Right? And the worst thing is they're, back in my pocket. they're white hankies, too. You know, I can understand some, some you know, dark burgundy. <laughs> no, the, the, the hanky every farmer had. The, the the red or blue with the the design like, on yeah, it. Yeah, like the bandana. What we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bandana, the, yeah. Hanky, yeah. Oh, That's man. what I think. Those, I, either no. the white one, there is no hanky in between that. No, no. But uh, I will say this, and uh, sorry to get off topic, but last year uh, on a We're playing it by year. Instagram, <laughs> I stumbled across uh, Tom Hanks' son on his Instagram page, and he was putting out his own line of hankies. Hanks Hanky? I think they were called Hanks. I think so, now that I think about it. But anyway, and it got me thinking. Is that why you failed as an actor? (laughs) Yeah, you know, and and so I got to looking, and apparently there's this whole world of of a new generation of using Hankies, but they're very high-quality Hankies. So I spent about two days uh, finding the perfect Hanky that I could afford. Couldn't afford the Hanks Hanky. And uh, so I found some and bought some. And they were, you know, various color, checkered, patterned, and uh, I tried carrying them for a few days. So are you becoming your dad? No, I, you... I, 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 I tried, and I couldn't. I, so now I just have a drawer full of hankies that I bought, and uh, and I, I even had them at, at school. And uh, just so when I bought them, I was having some allergy issues, so my eyes were watering a lot. So a few times I dabbed my dabbed. eyes. And, oh, uh, and my I was partner. hoping you would say <laughs> that word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and my partner, obviously, at, at school who already, you know, knows and thinks that I'm old because I'm a good bit older than her. Uh, you know, she gave me quite a quite a ribbing about, you know, using a hanky and so it's my hanky story. My middle class guilt, uh, economic guilt like if I bought an expensive hanky, I would just feel terrible about blowing my mucus all over it. It would feel like I was like, you know, ruining the good plates or, <laughs> you know, using the gas towels when I wasn't supposed to, wiping my hand on the gas towel, which was, you know, I would yeah, the thought of a hanky always grossed me out. Just there, a bit. There, these topics just presented guest guest towels, <laughs> well, decorative pillows. I mean, they're they're all in the same sitting rooms. No, no, that's the good room. couch. You can't sit I, there. You go sit in the other couch. Exactly. This is only for the important people. Uh, okay, my my wife wanted a formal living room. I said no one ever uses a form. It's just there to be. It just sits there. Did she call it the parlor? No. No, I don't. Think, I don't think we went to that level. This house is not that that fancy, but uh, yeah, she she wanted to form a living room. I'm, I'm wondering why. So I said, we need an office. If you want to have a little half formal living room and a half office, I'm good with that. But no, we can't have a room where no one can go into and just kind of look and walk by all the time. It's kind of a waste of space. And these are facts. Have you ever actually sat on the furniture in the sitting room? It's Firm. usually, it's more like, yeah, it's like a facade, you know, like at a, an amusement park where it, it looks like the Haunted Mansion, but it's just really a dump. But this is like, it looks like a couch, but it sits like a piece of plywood. Yes. Well, and, and growing up at our house, we had a living room and a family room. And, you know, other friends and, and people who I would go to their house and they might have the same setup, but sometimes it was reversed. We always hung out in our living room. You lived we, in the living room. We lived in the living room. We, we were never in the family room, very, not very often. 
I remember having a couple Christmases there. That we had a wood-burning stove in there, but and then eventually they took out the wall and made just one big room. But I always that always interests me about what do you do? Is can other people say we hang out in our family room? So yeah. the family is forbidden, <laughs> but we live here. <laughs> you know the last thing I'll say about the Hankies is uh, if I were Tom Hanks or his son and could afford it, I would just I would have a new hanky for every day of the year, and then it wouldn't be quite as gross because you wouldn't have to launder them. But uh, which I've always said that about underwear as well. If so, I so a back backup, you wouldn't have to launder. Them. You wouldn't have to wash them if you if you. I would just yeah, throw them yeah, away that, every day. Oh, you throw oh, them away. no, yeah, you, so they're it's disposable. Not, it's not so as I, gross when you think about the fact that you're just throwing it away. That is true. These are facts. Uh, yes. So I always said the same thing about underwear. If you were a famous person, if you were a if you were a Leonardo, da Vinci. the actor, uh, <laughs> not da the da turtles. Uh, if or the painter, why would you? I would have new underwear every day. I would never, ever, ever wear the same pair of underwear twice. That's a. I could, do you think they do that? I mean, do you think. Like, do you think. Yeah, like, do you think, like, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Aniston. Well, there's our first call for a guest. There we go. There, Let's get there one we these go. people on here and ask him. Scarlett Johansson. Is there any. like to know. <laughs> is there anyone rich that lives closer to us that would maybe. Does Peter Frampton live close? He used he to. Does. He, he, he to. lives in Nashville. He, he and his wife divorced, and he gotcha. moved to Nashville. Somebody told me there was some uh, famous country musician that just bought some property in Adams County. Maybe we could, you know, if we could keep from getting arrested. Yeah, Afro man is does he qualify? As, as yes, he, he he is a celebrity, but uh, 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 why don't you I, ask him? I might do that. <laughs> this started out with candy. <laughs> this started out with candy. I uh. I've told so many people about Afro Man living near us and uh, and uh, how he's a Grammy winning well uh, Grammy nominated nominated yes they nominated yes and, absolutely uh, people don't believe me it's it's a fact I I knew not of Afro Man until someone mentioned he lived in Winchester I, super I did not nice know guy who he man was. super nice yeah. guy a very chill guy I would suppose yes nice I'll just guy. leave it at that I would suppose. we'll just leave it at that. Um, lurching back to the topic um, of candy, and this is sort of off topic, like, one that comes to my mind was, it was one of the worst childhood experiences I ever had, and everybody loved Hubba Bubba Bubblegum. Everybody oh, loved yeah. it. it. It was the Cadillac of Bubblegums. And imagine my excitement when um, I saw, oh man, look at that. And it was Hubba Bubba Soda. It, it mm. was like the greatest thing ever. It's like Hubba Bubba, but in soda enjoyment. And with great joy, I went in, bought it, and opened up the cap, take, took the biggest swig, expecting the voices of the angels, and was met with the retching, where the, once it hits the back of your throat, it had no liquid quality at all. It was like you were inhaling bubblegum taste, overpowering. It was melted-down bubblegum. <laughs> That's exactly what you would think it was, and I gagged and retched, and... You know, immediately after two sips into the garbage can, it went as I'm sure my mom laughed at me. But, like, um, that was a terrible disappointment, you know, as far as flavored candies and their and it didn't last spinoffs. Long. Yeah, I, it was a special edition. I would think that would remind me too much of the fluoride treatments at the dentist. Yeah, we would get offered grape or bubblegum flavored. And uh, I just remember uh, the bubblegum when they, when they would... Kind of spin it onto your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and a it gritty, te- melted bubble gum that... And it was always overpowering. It was like grape 
candy for somebody who wanted to torment others. I never had the grape option. It was bubble gum only. Bubble gum or uh, the mint that felt like your gums were on fire. Are you guys talking about at the dentist or like when we used to do it in the classroom? Remember they bring the fluoride treatment to the classroom, the little cups? No, at the dentist when they squirted that stuff in the little thing. Oh, in the little trough. Yeah. Yeah. They had grape. The tooth trough. (laughs) Tooth trough. (laughs) Say that fast. I I remembered it being more like one of the painter's headbands. (laughs) It just went across your your mouth, across your teeth. (laughs) Oh, it was horrible stuff. And you'd have near tears in your eyes as a sucker thing would be in, in your mouth. And you were just begging for it to be over. Yeah. And, it was and just, you couldn't talk because the, the thing would suck oh, your no. cheek in if you tried to talk. Oh, yeah. I, Horrible stuff. To follow up real quick on the the newer candies, I will say this. Uh, Snickers, you know, they have hazelnut, almond Snickers, uh, crisper Snickers. But the crunchy peanut butter, the peanut butter Snickers is, is good. I got to say, that's a home run. It's, it's the... It's in the yellow wrapper and it has the two squares inside oh, of it. Right. Uh, I, I say that is a that's a winning uh, Snickers attempt. But then they also have the extreme to go, which is all nuts and caramel. I've that's, never had that, but I, I I'm having a hard caramel time, or caramel. <laughs> I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around an extreme Snickers. An extreme Snickers. Maybe it has caffeine in it too. <laughs> So are we insinuating by an extreme Snickers that peanut butter has no place in a Snickers because this is a Snickers, this is the extreme Snickers, but this peanut butter thing over here is just not a Snickers. Not a Snickers. It's the typical. It's somebody breaking the rules or being a rebel because they're extreme. I actually... But but it's just the same, but more of it. It's not peanut butter. Peanut butter could be construed as... Hey, this is the rebel. This is going off the yeah. off the map here. But well, I picture if I bite into a Snickers bar, and my reaction is just like, "Yeah, that's a that's a tasty candy bar." <laughs> that when I bite into an extreme candy bar, I'm like, "Good grief, that thing's extreme." That's yeah. a, you know, that's what I pictured. Also, I actually thought I had uh, extra caffeine or something because normally when you see extreme or something like that, it's some sort of you know with this everything's caffeinated these days, and uh, so that's what I thought it was. But my research. Told me otherwise. And then a lemon crisp Kit Kat. I saw that. Um, That one sounds interesting. A lemon crisp. That, that could go very well. It probably is like one of those opera creams, you know, back in the day. Oh, that opera you're creams. Oh, opera creams. Now, you guys yeah. got, I don't remember those. You have to yeah, help me out on those. It, it's a very visually unappealing cookie, but it um, it's like just kind of brown and, you mm-hmm. know, but it has the yellow. If you could imagine an Oreo that is... Uh, beige with uh, well, um, well we're coming up on easter you'll see them at kroger yes okay well that that's a whole new topic all the different oreo flavors now i mean that's I'm, I'm very conservative in most aspects of my life and these these branch offs of candy bars i just mm, um yeah i agree can't do it my niece is in the united states navy at the moment and she is stationed in okinawa so she brought back some kit kats from japan and the most popular flavor over there is matcha tea Kit Kats. And they're like a green color, but even though they're not minty, I, I really can't describe it. Are they green all the way through? or are No, they half just, half? just the, uh, instead of a chocolate, you know, there's white chocolate. This is, looks like green chocolate. And, is um, it, you say tea, is it like tea flavor? Yes, it's ma- ma- what is called matcha tea. I, actually, matcha tea ice cream is a big deal over there too. And I can't say it's unpleasant, um, but I, like I didn't love it. 
I, I got a bag at home. I'll have to bring them next week. Well, the do rest of the world test. doesn't like sugar as much as we do. We do so love our sugar. When you when you eat things or drink things from other countries, it tends not to be as sweet because we just hammer sugar and everything. That's yeah. true. I do like green tea, so I can imagine liking that. But anyway, the, the topic of the candy, what that got me really thinking about was some of the classic candies uh, that you know, we all had when we were younger and how you know you can even go on online and buy these uh, kind of candy kits from the different decades. Yeah. Like the 50s, yeah, yeah, 50s, 60s, 70s candies. I think I saw those in Cracker Barrel, really? actually. Another candy hub oh, yes. of the world. Yes. Uh, Chunky. That's a good candy bar. Chunky. With raisins. Oh, no, yeah. Now, you don't see many candy bars with raisins. There's a reason for that. Raisinets. <laughs> reminds me of bread pudding. I love Don't get me started bread on bread pudding. pudding. Okay, I, I'm going to throw out another reference. You may not remember this. You're a little younger. Going into Vern's Variety Store and buying the penny candy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I lived in town, so it was common for me to walk in there with my pennies and buy penny candy. But do you even remember Vern's Variety Store? I was, in I was getting ready to say, I remember a variety store. Um, was it next to the drugstore? Was it next to Cartwright's? It, it, it was. It wasn't right next to it. There was a. Let's see, in, in our formative years, there were two grocery stores. So you had Foster's Red Dot across the street from Martin's, the original in town. Mal's. Mal's. Before that, before, before it became that. Martin's. Was Mal's on the corner there where the, um, eventually it became the movie, no, the movie store? No, it was down by the dairy bars, right there by the dairy bar gotcha. on the corner of that I, building. I feel a vintage Sardinia podcast. Yeah, yeah that's, again, topic I'm getting, getting into a whole can, other topic. Yeah. Here. And if, if you like, you know, if you grew up in Sardinia or you were, you know, anywhere near Sardinia or you hung out in Sardinia, we, we probably will have lots of conversations about Sardinia all being from that town. and Sardinia, Ohio for our international listeners. Yeah, so <laughs> candies that came to mind just thinking of that, you had Necco wafers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and again, Brady makes a face. Uh, You're you, a poor you, man, smarty. <laughs> <laughs> well, they cost a penny, so. Uh, well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, those probably didn't go. I mean, you came in a sleeve yeah. of. So you had those, you had uh, dots, which you can still get dots, but I mean, those are kind of an old candy. Goobers. Goobers, yeah. And the little, and I, I want to say M&M like, but they had the hard shell, but they had chocolate in the middle, and the, again, a sleeve of these little circular, and I can't remember. Sixlets. Sixlets, yes. That's it. That's it. I'm just enjoying you, watching your hand motions yeah. try to explain the sleeves and the candies. I'm, I'm, I'm a hand talker. Yeah. Oh, me too, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, sixlets. You could buy a, a tiny sleeve of sixlets, which I think had six in them. It's probably why hence, you're hence, hence, hence the name heresy. <laughs> so, yeah. just and, and they were all in these little plastic buckets. Were, you just were the, the sixlets, were they round? Yes. More round than an image. Yeah. They weren't. Yeah. They were not oval. Yeah. I do. They were not disc shaped. They I, were round. I think you could, those sixlets. Sixlets. <laughs> to say, say that. I think they come in like more variety candies now, where the sixlets are just mixed in. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't ever see just a, a lone sixlet sleeve. If I can. Use back some in the alli- day, you could. If I can use some alliteration there, if, I don't ever see that just in the stores. If you had two packages of them, the first thing that's come to my mind are they dodecalets? <laughs> a little obscure math reference there. The, the candies that I was thinking of were classics like the uh, the candy cigarettes, 
but yeah. but the, the gum you, you can't do that. The gum you. kind. Where you with where you, oh, where you actually felt like you were smoking. Yeah, how cool was it? You could blow it in yes. and make a powder puff. Oh yeah. Yeah, these kids that you just can't had, do that. No. no, these kids that just had the hard ones with the the pink tip. What kind of cigarette was pink at the, in, in the tip? <laughs> you remember those the little? <laughs> do you remember those little hard candy cigarettes? Oh yeah, and yeah. They, did, they didn't have orange food coloring they could have put on them to make it look like a lit cigarette. They still sell them. Are they still pink? But they're they're, really? called, they're called candy sticks. What is that? <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sure the filters have been removed yeah. too. The, like there's no filter <laughs> coloring. But the ones that we talked about, they were wrapped in paper. Right. Had yeah. a. a, a some some nasty chalk dust or something inside of them that when you well the same company that made the bubble gum that went into baseball cards made those little cigarettes ah, too yes. I'm sure yes. oh I can remember with uh, I can remember waiting on you know waiting on the bus and like you know used to pretend like we were smoking and uh, you know, how you know, how cool we were back in the day I'm sure my cousin uh, Jason if if you know, if you're listening to this I'm sure we used to do that quite a bit which. Now that I think about that, it makes me think of another topic. Uh, Boy, these topics just invent themselves. <laughs> don't they? I think about this usually once every couple winters, uh, where Jason and I were waiting for the bus one morning, and it was it was the winter, and it was snow. It snowed, and was the ground was frozen, and uh, we somehow ended up getting into a frozen dog turd fight. <laughs> and uh, of course you did. <laughs> and we were just pelting each other with frozen <laughs> dog turds, and. Uh, I remember how, you know, you just don't know the sting of a frozen dog pellet until you get beamed by one in the cheek in the winter, you know, which all it takes is a brush against your skin in the winter. But, uh, uh, yeah, frozen uh, dog patty uh, was, uh, was quite the projectile. Wow. Was, was there any odor to that at all? Wait, no. It was it was just frozen solid. I mean, it was... Okay. And I'm sure you didn't wash your hands or anything. Nah. Nah. Nah, I'm going to take the bait because it would all depend. We didn't wash our hands back then. <laughs> what, what was the breed of dog? I mean, if, if somebody had like a poodle, it would be a deal. But if they had a Newfoundland, you'd yeah. be concussion inducing. <laughs> well, you know what breed of dog it would have been in my house. I mean, I've only ever had one breed of dog. <laughs> you know, wiener dog the missiles aren't quite as uh, <laughs> deadly. Sorry to get off topic, but that just reminded me. Let's... The, no, we, we've been that's why we consistently do. off topic. What about the wax bottles? The little, I used to love oh. those things. No. It, I, I compare those to eating crab legs, though. It, it would take you 19 of those bottles to get full of the, of the juice that was inside of them, so oh. it was too much work to enjoy. Okay, it begs a question then. Did you bite the tip off the bottle and drink the stuff inside, or did you just throw the whole bottle in your mouth and just chew it all up? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, do you remember wax lips? You know, oh, yeah. get it, I, it, were, were the bottles made out of the same thing? Did you have to gnaw on a bunch of carnauba wax before you could even get to any candy? Pretty much. Yeah, I, I was a, I would bite the lid off and then drink it. And like I said, you you would have to drink the entire <laughs> Who came up batch. with this? You had to bite the lid off. <laughs> I mean, you know, there was, what, a, 0.5 ounces of actual candy juice. I wouldn't in there. even say 0.5. Oh, probably not. Yes, that but sounds horrible. You don't remember those? No, I remember them. I just, you know, uh, okay. You still probably, get them a Cracker Barrel. I'm probably marking myself as the stupid one, but like I kind of just thought they were decorative candies. I didn't know there was actually anything inside of them. You don't buy candy, just put it on the shelf. Yeah. String them up on your Christmas tree. String them up. Yeah, definitely they were ornaments. Nobody. It, and then the last candy, oh, Astro Pops. Yes, Astro Pop. Astro Pop. The stickiest, tastiest. Could hardly get the wrapper off oh, of it. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
All these purchased in Katie's Deli, of course. Definitely. Okay, true story. Again, I don't mean another to Sardinia pl- reference. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't mean to out somebody in their black market trade, but our fine host, Eric Fiscus, would always take orders during lunch, and he would always come back with a bag full of Astro Pops illicitly purchased <laughs> on his uh, trip home for lunch. Back in and, the day where you could walk home for lunch. Yeah, he was the Astro Pop pusher. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had a... Their own bit of wax at the bottom they of them did. to hold the. Uh, that was a great candy, though. Astro Pops were amazing. Are those still made? They are. They and, are. And what I'll, Yes, and, and Cracker Barrel. Okay. Uh, what I wanted to bring up with those, though, is I remember having a. I posted on Facebook one time, and uh, nobody really remembered this, but I knew I remembered it, so I did some research. But for a while, a brief period, I remembered the Astro Pops being turned the other way. Because if you remember right, you could form the tips of those things into a, an absolute <laughs> a, a weapon. Yes, a, a, weapon. a jart. Yeah. I mean, you know, just a a, a confectionery cutlery. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know, if you weren't careful, you'd, st- you'd stab yourself. They, I tell you what, they remind me of was a if you guys ever worked in uh, uh, tobacco, cutting tobacco, the little spear you put on top of the tobacco stick. That's about how sharp those things got. And so I remember they disappeared. And I'm assuming because some too many people ran them through the side of their head. <laughs> and they came back and they were upside down. They were flipped. And the sharp, the pointy end was on the stick. And the wider end was the part where you began to... I will be honest, I never that, saw that. I don't yeah. remember that either. And so I couldn't find anyone that remembered it. So I, I did some research and I found out that they did do that. Uh, it was a long time ago, so I don't have the research in front of me, but they did do that for a brief time, but now they're back the regular way. I was going to say, that the, tomfoolery yes. went away right now, away. Now they're back where you can put your eye out like it, like it <laughs> I, should be. I, I feel like doing yeah. a pseudo-commercial. If you were the victim of an eye impaling due to Astro Pops, call 1-800-WE-WILL-MAKE-SURE-THAT-WE-GET-YOU-PAID. <laughs> Our attorneys are licensed in Mississippi and Minnesota. <laughs> oh, man. So that's my candy. Uh... Amongst other things. Yes. That is amazing. And just to, you know, to punctuate the whole candy thing, you know, does anybody else call, like when you open up that one kind of candy, um, you know, their caramel and their cookie, and what's what are those called? Twix? So, when you eat one, <laughs> is one of them a Twix? <laughs> is Twix no, referring to the duo? Eat- so, if you, eat, if you get the individually wrapped, you know, Halloween kind, shouldn't they just be called a Twix? Do you call a player for the Minnesota Twins a twin? Yes. <laughs> yes. You do. do you? Ken Herbeck was a twin, but he played for the Minnesota Twins. Absolutely. You, you You're don't saying you, Kirby you don't Puckett say Kirby Puckett twin? was not a Twins. He was a member of the Twins. A, a member of the Twins. Yes. yes, but he was a twin. But I think that goes to other candy bars as well because I sometimes find myself struggling on what to call like Reese cups. First off, is, is it Reese's cups or Reese cups? It's apostrophe S. It's Reese's. Right? So it's Reese's. Mr. John Edward Reese, it is his cup. Okay. It, it, he has so possession, possession of Reese's yes. cup. Yes. I actually don't know if his name is John Edward, but you get the point. <laughs> so, but there's multiple cups. So if I, when I buy Reese, like a, like a sleeve, <laughs> a two pack, it has two in it, the, the, the normal size. Yeah. Right? There's yeah, king yeah, size yeah, everything yeah, yeah. now. I, that to me is the candy bar. I gotta have both discs for it to be uh, the candy bar in 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 a hole. 
But like I've heard other people say, hey, cups. yeah, but I've heard other people say like, yeah, I had, I had, a, I had a cup, and like there's still a cup left. <laughs> and to me, the candy bar is the two cups. So you've only shared a bit of your Reese's cups. Like, yeah. hey, would you like a bite of my cups? That, I, that, that's an interesting. I only had half of my Reese's cups. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what now that with the king size and there's four of them in there? I mean, then you start. Then we can. But if there's two of them in there, that is the standard candy bar. Like they might as well be welded together, in my opinion, because I'm going to be one both and the them. same. Yeah. So it's a Twix, no matter how many. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. I think so. Well, but well then, then you get into these. Uh, you, you bring up Reese cups, and that goes off into another direction of these uh, counterfeit cups. Oh, Mallow yeah. cups. Mallow well, cups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cooked up by Satan himself. <laughs> Along with those mint. Well, then there's the Halloween candies that that only come around at Halloween. The the, the well, waxy because it, it's a satanic holiday. Are you Pe- talking peanut about, butter? Uh, yeah, with this, I think this was on Facebook this past Halloween. Like there was a big debate on somebody posted, and I think I ruffled some feathers because I said it was nasty, and you know, everybody jumped on me and said that they liked it. And uh, I, I, it's it's bitter honey is all I, it is. It's, it's bitter honey chunks. It's it's, it's like what it. It's but it's, same, it's supposed to be peanut butter though. It's not supposed to be honey. I don't think. Bit of honey doesn't have any peanut butter in it. Well, I don't know. It's it's honey. That's hence hence the name. <laughs> well, I know, but it's just a, it's, it's just, <laughs> just a bit, bit of honey. It's, it's not called all of honey. It's just a bit of honey. It's not a gross ton of honey. So what do you call half a bit of honey then? <laughs> a, a bite of honey. <laughs> is it a bit of honeys or is it bits of honey? <laughs> so uh, I won't comment. The uh, my favorite candy bar. If we're talking candy bars, a zero bar. I love a zero bar. Me too. Um, and I'm not a huge like white chocolate fan. I wouldn't say that I enjoy white chocolate, but that's probably the most unique of candy. Bars. It is, and they're better cold, like most candy bars. Uh, and you can still get zero candy bars. Oh yeah, zero bars. But what you can't get was my second favorite is a Mars bar. You can't get a Mars bar anymore. I I see them every once in a while at Jungle Gyms. If you go into a the special edition kind of thing, yeah, and that was like the original, yeah, candy bar there. Yeah, yeah, really. I, and I think the Snickers, uh, which Snickers was that? The one Snickers, what kind of, did they have almonds in them, didn't they? Mars had yeah. almonds in them? Yeah. I think the Snickers almonds are you know, kind of like stole their idea from the, the Mars bar. But that's a that's something you can't find anymore. Just the stuff that pops into my head, you know, where the caramel, you know, sounds ritzier. You know, if uh, the Snickers, if Snickers made a high-end caramel and like deluxe chocolate it should definitely be ca- called a guffaw <laughs> the um, snicker is lowly a guffaw a is guffaw. refined <laughs> so so people actually got on your case about downing the uh yeah i if really? if you're if you listen to this and you're i don't know anyone that likes them well if you're out there and you and you hear this and you're the person who i said that and 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 upset you about that I apologize but uh yeah I, I didn't know anybody liked it either I that's why I thought when I said that it was relatively safe that everybody's like yeah Todd you're right man that candy sucks but no matter of fact you, your house could get a bad name for giving those things out yeah yeah I, in my experience I mean oh I, yeah the only thing worse than that is just getting a toothbrush or something <laughs> no, no, what, what the only thing worse than that is getting one of those orange circus peanuts the, it, it looks like a pseudo peanut. <laughs> One? Who gives out just naked 
circus peanuts. No, 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 I might be calling it the wrong thing. It's a piece of candy. It looks like a giant peanut, but it's bright orange. Yeah, circus peanuts. So circus peanuts. Right? Yeah, they're individually. I've seen them individually really? wrapped. Individually Absolutely. Wrapped? Yeah. I've never seen them individually yeah. wrapped. And what are those things made out of? I don't know. Is it is it like nougat? Yeah, it's like kind hard of nougat. What kind of psycho circus is that? <laughs> yeah, it's like it the clown from It works at that. Circus. It reminds yeah. me of the uh, Bob and Tom days, the uh, <laughs> the circus that the uh, the one comedian talked about. He could, his family couldn't afford to take him to the real circus, so he would take him to the circus <laughs> in the parking lot at whatever store, <laughs> where you got to see things like the bearded lady, <laughs> or the nah, I messed that yeah. up. The bearded man. The bearded man. Bearded man. <laughs> The world's littlest giant. Wait a minute, this person's the world's tallest five ten. <laughs> world's tallest giant. Yes. We no, were... the world's littlest giant. They were a giant, but they were oh, only five okay. foot eight. I gotcha. So I they, gotcha. yeah, yeah, I messed mine up. You, they were, you they were, were huge, saying. or they were they were the tiniest giant <laughs> ever. You know. <laughs> but uh, oh man, I think we've totally exhausted that. Yeah, I believe so. I the uh, another thing I had in my notes to talk about, and there's another thing that I've brought up, and my wife doesn't remember this at all, but. You know, before there was YooHoo, I enjoyed a chocolate drink called Chocola, and several people I've talked to they don't remember it, but I remember it distinctly. I remember it in a oh, brown brown can. I believe the writing was red, and uh, so I did a little research and just to go through it quickly. First off, it was in the '40s when it first came about, and I thought that was impressive that because I remember it from the '80s, so obviously it had been around 40 years. Uh, started in Pennsylvania, went through a bunch of different distributors, and eventually was bought by the Yuhu company. So Ovaltine was probably the big competitor <laughs> it, to it might have been. Chocola. Yeah, but Yuhu bought it, uh, and then eventually uh, Pete Rose was a fan of chocolate beverages, so he amongst ca- other things <laughs> he <laughs> called them up and tried to work out a, a partnership. And uh, they were interested, but they decided to go a different route and come up with a separate beverage sold through the Chocola Company called Pete. And it's just simply Pete. And uh, it didn't work out. To make a long story short, Pete Rose could not endorse it. He couldn't advertise using any Cincinnati Reds, you know, anything with the Cincinnati Reds logo or trademark on there. So uh, he did away with that. Yeah, there's the can. There's a can. Yeah. It has a remember, happy cow on it. I don't it. remember that happy cow being on there. <laughs> well, it's happy because there's probably no dairy product in it, so the cow gets a reprieve. It's just, but... Uh, what kind of cow well, Wait has, a minute. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't a cow be unhappy if you didn't milk it? Maybe it just been milked. True. But, what kind of cow, though, has just yellow jowls, like a perfect circle? It's a smiley face. A jaundiced cow, it looks yeah. like, which is probably gives the Chocola. They get it from jaundiced cows. If, if you're listening, Google Chocola, and you'll see what we're talking about. But I don't remember the can looking like that. And it even Maybe says cow power. Cow power. <laughs> <laughs> There's the can. There's the, click on that one. This one? That's the can I remember. See it? Oh, I see it. It says... Maybe previous iterations of the can. Yeah. It, there's the bottle. Or yes. there's the can. Yes. Um, I remember buying that at Katie's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, smell that place sometimes. <laughs> I remember that was one of the things that I asked to get one time and was denied by my parents, by, by my mom. It's like, oh, that stuff is nasty, horrible. You don't want to drink that. And uh, my mom, bless her heart, whenever there was a drink that would be nasty, she would compare it to some kind of, uh, I guess there was this cough syrup at one point called creamulsion. So if anything tastes bad, she said, I bet that tastes like creamulsion. <laughs> 
So, um, did you ever taste test the Korean emulsion to see? No, I don't think I've ever actually physically seen it. I just knew it existed. But to be fair, she is consistent. That's why she hates Dr. Pepper because she thinks it tastes like cremulsion. Cremulsion. So, never heard of it. Never heard of that. I that might be a very archaic reference that only existed in my childhood. You know, I I have a candy like or a candy uh, medicine. I remember pink bismuth. And uh, pink bismuth. I think it was called pink bismuth. I I think it was, but it was it was the Griffin family version of Pepto Bismol. It was like, it, it was was, in it, a, was it brooded home? Well, no, but it was but it was in like a, a glass. It, like like we went up to the apothecary and bought. I mean, like it was you know like like it was one of those like where Are the, you one hundred and two or what? It's, it's where it's the, the the bottle would probably be worth something these days. Was that kind of bottle? I mean, it was. Oh a, yeah, and it lasted. Forever, it, we didn't refrigerate it. I mean, I don't know, but I remember any time I had a stomach ache, getting pink bismuth, and thinking we're either really poor and can't afford the the, the name brand stuff, or everybody else is really poor because they can't afford this. This is the fancy, holy grail yeah. of uh, yeah. Did it work? Like it, it seemed to work, but I mean, the odd thing is, I asked my family members if they remember. They don't. I have all these memories that I'm the only one that remembers them. It's probably the hallucinations from what actually was in the yeah. pink bismuth. And all that red stuff Dad would put on you when you cut yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was that stuff called? Oh, yeah. What is Mercuricum? that stuff called? Is it, yeah. Mercuricum. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It's like it looked like a bloody wound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, let's take this little scratch and make everybody notice it by making it <laughs> fluorescent <laughs> ruby. <laughs> Call attention to it. All right. Appreciate right. you guys letting me talk about right. my topic. And right. Amongst other things. There you go. Brady. All right. Yes. Are we prepared to have some fun? I think so. As if we haven't already. As if we haven't already. Okay. Um, my topic goes back to, um, and this is something that I think, which is why I chose it, that everybody, um, if you graduated, you know, wherever you graduated from, whatever town you're from, there's these weird local legends, and um, they're kind of like urban myths or urban legends about certain people or certain things that happened. But when you talk to different people, they all know the person that it happened to. I'll give you an example, and this is pretty gross, but um, there there was always the local legend that you know there was somebody fired from Taco Bell from he would get upset and put his own feces in, in, in the in the like the burritos or the you know the chilitos or whatever and he was of course busted and you know fired and I, I i swear i would say this in a court of law my first year of teaching um like when that story broke and i say in quotation marks broke because this is like the common knowledge story and one of my students was like oh yeah my brother works there and hit in in yeah he worked with the guy that did that and like whatever one of these stories hits, these legendary things, somebody knows exactly who it was and worked with them. Um, you know, it, you name it. And like, it was always word of mouth. It was never on the news or right. anything like that. Yeah. You know, um, my mother disallowed us going to Burger Chef for a while <laughs> um, because Burger <laughs> Chef got... Um, what the hell they, is Burger Chef? Burger Chef was... Again, you're too young. You're too young. He, he, he Burger point Chef of reverence. And Jeff. Um, Todd, what you're about seven years younger than the rest of us, six years. How how old are you? Are you? I am um, uh, forty eight. <laughs> um, six then. Six years. Yeah. 
So yeah, and Burger Chef was on its way out even when I was little. But like, um, I remember you know being down okay, towards Cincinnati. Po- point of reference. In Amelia, there eventually was a Hardee's. Do you remember Van Lunen's? Oh yeah, that's where I got my class ring. Yeah, right across from Van Lunen's was a Hardee's. That was the Burger Chef. Yeah, really, back in our in early years. The, the in. Eric and I were laughing about this previously. It's like instead of being in styrofoam or paper, they would wrap their burgers in cellophane, you know, and it was really odd looking because it would, you was know. cellophane or wax paper? Cellophane, definitely. You could like see, clear? you could see clear through it like it was a baggie. See, I don't remember but that. It was a, but, but it was firm in texture. But anyhow, back to why we were not allowed to go to Burger Chef for a while because there was a story that they put worms, that fishing worms in their hamburgers to fatten up the meat. <laughs> they were in financial difficulty, so they started using worms to supplement the beef. And, you know, but that story was around about Wendy's. If you look, I consulted uh, the Google machine in McDonald's. There's probably not a hamburger joint Well, McDonald's, I've, I've heard horse meat, and I've heard kangaroo meat in the burgers. Yeah, Heard both of those before. Both of those. And, of course, somebody's cousin worked with somebody who actually, you know, I guess went to Australia and, and boomeranged the kangaroo and <laughs> threw it on the Barbie and made it into a burger. How many more Australian words can we come up with? I don't know. We'll have to get on no, our digger to, I went to Outback the other day, speaking of Australian. <laughs> I meant to order the chicken on the Barbie. But I just out of habit said shrimp on the Barbie. And then the shrimp comes. And I'm like, well, I didn't order shrimp. <laughs> and Becky says, my wife, says, you ordered shrimp. I'm like, well, I didn't mean to order shrimp. It's just this croc- Take away. crocodile <laughs> Dundee thing going on. I Dumb guess. and dumber. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on <laughs> the Barbie. Bobby, yeah. yeah. But, um... It, okay. So, so, so are you saying on these stories... And, I, you know, some of the ones that we, we were discussing before... Uh, the cast here is is I don't remember all those, but are you is it your argument you're saying that those probably didn't happen, or do you think that they happened? Well, I mean, yeah. I'm sure if you did enough crime scene investigating, there is probably some degenerate that probably you know defecated into a burrito, but like it's just happened. Like you hear those stories so frequently that you know, or did it happen somewhere? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, it, and we just put our own little spin on it. Exactly. You know. I mean, you know, I'm I'm sure that there's probably more that happens. Uh, scorned um, workers at places that probably, you know, and I think you could probably find proof online of people that have been caught at these restaurants doing things. You know, seems like you would be brought up on charges that, well, nowadays. I, but, I, but I think they probably are. I mean, you know, I'm, so, right. I'm sure if you were to investigate it further. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where if you get to thinking, and anyone listening, we're not trying to keep you from going and enjoying <laughs> enjoying food. I still eat at Taco Bell all the time and enjoy it, but it, it could really kind of warp your sense of, you know, enjoying any food if you think about what might have happened. And um, you know, on a totally, it's the same. Like we, you know, once again in Sardinia, Ohio, there was a gentleman that was known that he could um, cure people who had uh, warts on their hands. And there was actually a term for this where they were a wart charmer. <laughs> and by, like, like they could take their... Like, like Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of... It, yeah, it's kind of Bra- like Brady's that. rubbing his hands together. Yes, like, Mr. Miyagi. And that's exactly... Yeah. 
And um, the, you know, there 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 was there was a local resident who had that <laughs> reputation that they fight. were, you know, L- lived in Sardinia most of my life. I had not heard. Yeah, we of that. If if anybody's listening, by the way, any of these things we're talking about, we do have a Facebook page. Yeah. Um, you know, Eric, if please please add. Yeah, like send us messages uh, if you can think of something that you. Uh, that falls in any of these categories—a favorite old candy, or a story, uh, you know, a story from your hometown, uh, you know, anything like that. Uh, obviously, send it in message so we, yes, uh, right. you know, we don't want to embarrass anyone or. Anything yeah, please like don't that. mention names. Yeah, yeah just, don't mention yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. But send us some, you know, some ideas, or if you have ideas that you want us to maybe talk about. But I'm interested in this wart witch or wart doctor, or whatever you call yeah. it. Yeah, and um, you know, like I said, that there is many pe- like people that would have these warts in their hands. Well, he, just, he owned my first car. You you wrote the name. Yeah, he owned my first car. L was wow. that the car I ended up with? No. Oh, okay. No, the so. the '68 Pontiac Catalina was my first car, oh. which was wart free. Yes. Yeah. yeah no. I don't know if anyone got a wart from being in the car. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it wasn't it the color of a wart <laughs> the car? But um, puke green. Oh. It it was puter green. But, seated seventeen comfortably and what was uh, metallic piss? What was that from? Uh, <laughs> Uh, what was that? Was that? I don't know. <laughs> National Lampoon's vacation? vacation. I think yeah. it was. Yeah, he, the station wagon. Metallic piss. No, I, I don't. No, I think it was that. metallic P. Like P E A. Oh P. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it was referring to the vegetable, not the excrement <laughs> or the. <laughs> well, the, the fluid. Yes. The fluid. No one surprised. My mind went there. But, but um, hey, uh, while we were. Uh, I've got a perfect example. Like there was a story of this kid that uh, from a different school, a couple towns over. That, always um, from a different. School. Always, from <laughs> always a, different a couple school. towns over too. Always covered by a different town, couple towns over. But um, this kid, every night when the moon would come out, like the kid was so just that he would go and howl at the moon, and everybody knew because they had been driving through town when this kid was out howling in the moon. Now, come on, but so many people said it. But I would like to think, though, if, if, you know, maybe once this got around, maybe they were just doing it to live up to it and mess with people. Like, Could be. you know, if every time somebody went down State and Road, they said, ah, this boy was out there doing something weird, and I could get famous for it, maybe I would yeah. start doing that weird thing. Fam- famous in high school parlance. <laughs> yeah. Everyone talks about me, I guess. You know, good attention, bad attention, doesn't really matter, does that, it? That really? is true. And, you know, like I said, some of these stories are pretty unspeakable on a PG-13 podcast. <laughs> but, like, um, you know, and it makes you wonder, like, every town has them. That that kid or the person that did something just so off the wall, but, like, it stuck for years because years later people still talk about it. Yeah. And um, so, like... So I guess I like, guess the question is... With us being six years older than Todd, did Todd have the same sorts of stories going around when he was in high school that we did, just with different names attached? You know, I, I, I'm trying to remember. I, I definitely do not remember any of the uh, restaurant kind of horror stories. Uh, You've heard none of those? I don't remember hearing any of those, no. Really? Uh, that doesn't mean that you know, I might just right. not have been paying attention. Maybe, I, you know... I think that also until I started hanging out with you guys, you know, in my mind would have started maybe 
thinking about things like that and then having conversations about it and kind of, you know, basically beating a topic to death, kind of like we've always done and, and, right. and you know, hashing it out. And so I probably would have just heard it and went just, on about my business. Yeah, exactly. You know, so what I'm trying to say is you guys warped my mind and brain. Uh, so I, I, I think <laughs> Zach Garrison played a part in that too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, Zach, you got to come visit us someday, Zach. Maybe we can give us. Well, give he us would the, be a great guest. He would yes. be a great guest. Give us the green light to tell some stories, Zach. <laughs> Oh, I don't know man. that we can keep those PG-13 oh, either. Oh, no, I, I doubt it. Well, we probably can, but the visuals that we would be seeing. <laughs> it's a good thing it's a vocal podcast, not a, yeah. not a video podcast. Oh, well. But I, I think that along with that same line of thinking, that could go for any kind of myth or any kind of Mothman, Bigfoot, you know, whatever these things are. I mean, I, I think it really could just be one person coming up with a story and it grows legs and, and just keeps going. And, it just you know, keeps going. Yeah. Which which begs a question, like with these crazy, you know, high school stories, what what I really want to know is what was the root of it? What what started it all? What made the person tell that story about that person? That's what the interesting would be. Because like, meanwhile, once again, 30 years later, you know, you I, it, this came up at our high school reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, our... Eric and I celebrated our 30th year alumni this year, and some of these stories were mentioned. And, you know, like I said, they've got legs, but, like, why did it start? Why that dude? Why that dudette? So I think we've gone about as far as that one, unless anybody... So I guess, are we moving on, then? We are moving on. Okay, well, then I guess we're to me, then. So my topic... um, Something that goes through my mind quite a bit, and I, I probably have even said it to you all several times across, over the years. If I were World Czar, I would fill in the blank. So if you were World Czar and you could do anything you wanted, you know, change something, make something illegal, you know, whatever it is, what would be the very first thing you would do? And, and this probably tends to what gets on your nerves the most, what it, it tends to go to pet peeves, I think. So I go back and forth between outlawing hand dryers. Oh yeah. Preach it. Because I don't know of any, I did talk to someone the other day. I can't remember who it was. And it was this topic. And I said, no one stands there long enough to get their hands absolutely dry with the hand dryer. Even the ones that are like jet engines now. You don't stay there that long. And this person claimed, yes, I do. I said, there's no way. Because every person you see, if you just hang at now hanging out in the restroom, that probably doesn't look so <laughs> well, good. you know. But if you were to stand there for a bit and watch people use the hand dryer, undoubtedly people will dry their hands for approximately 10 seconds or less and then walk out and rub their hands on their pants. Um, Always. You have no idea. And at the uh, district that I work for, we got new hand dryers about three years ago. And when you said jet engine, I wish we were exaggerating. But it sounds like somebody is um, taxiing a 747 <laughs> into the restroom. They are the loudest, most powerful things. And heaven forbid the, the poor teacher that's room is right across from the restroom during test season. Because like they need like earphones and I'm not kidding. It has literally hurt my ears. Like, for real, legit hurt my ears. It's ridiculous. Now, they're pretty powerful. They can knock the moisture off your hands, but you have to get out of Dodge pretty quick because you value the, you know, it gives you Meniere's disease. Moisture out of your entire body. You got to go put lotion on when you're done with those. Yeah. 
it would it would uh rubs, rubs the hide right off of you <laughs> it does there's nothing left but skeletal remains because all the flesh has been blown off but um it's crazy i i would wholeheartedly get behind that band i would too I, for my ears sake and i would i would ex- i would extend it to i don't like any of the automated stuff i don't like i don't like to have to find where i want to wave my hand for the that, for, that, that for, a, for a trickle of water to come out and you know and once you get it going, it stops, yes. and then you have to wave your hand. You have to wave one hand and get one hand wet, and yeah. then vice versa. Which causes more water mess because you're flaking it to try to get <laughs> it then, back. Exactly. And the towels dispensers that are the eyes on those things. Who, who knows where they are half the time? So yeah, I, I'm all. I, I want to turn my own faucet on. I want to get my own towel. You know, good grief, those uh, towels we had at the locker rooms back at Eastern that was just basically just, it was just a, a circle that, you know, the towel went back up it, in the dispenser. It, and, uh, it looked like that, the thong on a sumo wrestler. It, well, <laughs> how's that sanitary? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you, you would see all the... How often were those changed oh, out? Never. 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 Now, there, there's, a, there's an urban legend. So, yeah. So, so-and-so got done in the restroom and then... Wiped themselves on the... And gave cholera to the whole freshman class. I may or may not have seen somebody do that one time, to be quite honest with you. So, well, you know it wasn't me. I wasn't tall enough. <laughs> you needed a stool. So that, that that reduces the number of people greatly that could have done that. Yes. Um, but anyway, the I, I, that's, I think that's... I would get behind that. Uh, so now, the, the automated towel dispenser. Do you ever get the perfect length of towel? No. You can't just do one swipe. And no. have the perfect length of towel come out. And some of them I'm trying to conserve that. And you'll get literally four inches of towel. So you have to swipe five times to get a, a paper towel big enough to dry your hands off. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't I don't like it at all. Are, I, you, just, are, are you banking on frustration if you're the owner of the <laughs> establishment? Well, they want to stand there and wipe your hand five times. So we'll just get eight inches of towel rather than the what's needed. Yeah. The... Uh, um. I do say if I, if I have to have an, a dryer, I like the kind that it's the jet engine type, but the kind where you put your entire arms down and like down and then up. I mean, I think that has the best shot of getting them. You know, it's like your, you know, as I'm talking about, like your whole arm oh, fits I got in. You. They're like they're like round or you yeah. know, and you stick your arms down in there and then pull them what, back. What up. they call blades or something? Something blade yeah. dryer. If I have to use one, it's those. Sam's Club has them. Uh, I know. I'm not. I'm pretty embarrassed to admit this, but um, it was a boring evening uh, awaiting parent-teacher conference to start, and we had gotten these new hand dryers, and it's like, daggone, they're so loud and powerful. Like, I just want to see how powerful they are. Nobody was around. This is a PG-13. <laughs> oh, it, it is. It is. It definitely is. I, I promise. I don't know where you're going with uh, this. Yeah. But... You, you'll see momentarily. Well, That's you, are, say. you are tall enough. I, I have told enough. <laughs> you are. <laughs> but, you could have been the one. <laughs> I could have been the one, but I was not. Um, that'd be a whole other topic, people that use the restroom during school. but um, Which or, I was not or, one of them. Or, or but, don't. Um, but I, uh, the, the custodial staff, had, of course, made you know everything spick and span previous to the parent-teacher conference starting. So I just kind of like got down on my knees and I kind of like triggered it with my face to see how fast and, and I literally thought that it was going to peel my face right off my skull it was not safe it was like your, 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 your jowls are going yeah, it, absolutely like and, the uh, 
odd reference here, but like the Melting Man and RoboCop. Do you remember the? Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> or, or Raiders of the Lost, Lost yes, Ark. Yes, that's, that's yeah. Or um, you know, it was just uh, or spies like us when they're in the uh, in the rotating thing with their face stretched. It it was unreal how actually much okay, torquage, whatever, um, speed, miles per hour. What's the reference for a force of air coming out of a hand dryer? I'm not I, sure. I, I BTU. Know. I never took a, never took physics. I, I, mean, I think BTU is a heating unit, isn't it? Yeah, probably so. Fine. So last night, uh, the establishment I was at, there was a uh, the men's restroom was a small room, and it had it was a single door, but it had a toilet and a urinal. Right. And so it, most of the time, when if you the door was locked, so you know not to go in, obviously, or you couldn't get in. Okay. So so. so Stop right there. Okay. You have two, two. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Uh, two, two things there that people could use in the restroom. Yes. Uh, two. Uh, I, I keep thinking utensils. That's not. Right. <laughs> but yet you go in as a singular person and you lock the door. Yes. Which I do as well. Yes. Yeah. So, and usually it's like a skyline that has just the, the urinal and the. But I'll bet the women's doesn't have two toilets. It just has the one um, toilet. I, I think that Celia told me that it had two um, two stalls in there with doors. Uh, so, yet they, no, would, they no would not walk, lock the door. Yet we would. We would, yes. But what happened last night is I went to open the door and it was unlocked. So I went in and uh, and there's a gentleman standing there at the urinal Um Doing his business. Doing his business. Conducting <laughs> I his assume commerce. His, <laughs> to use your word, he was, you know, using his utensil. And uh, so I said, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I was like, and he's like, oh, I don't, I don't, come on in. You know, I don't care. And uh, so it, so I make my way over to the toilet and, uh, you know, do my business. And we stop about the same time to go wash our hands. And I realized I kind of cut in front of him. But to my defense... The toilet was between the urinal and the sink, so I felt like my place in line was already established. Like so, geography. Yes, but I just happened to turn, and then he turned, and like, I mean, it was so tight in there. Like, we pretty much were like, you know, right next to each other, and I said, uh, I said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut in front of you, whatever. And he's like, ah, no, no big deal, and he, and he just walks out. And uh, so so I thought, that's a perfect walking meme, because <laughs> he wasn't going to wash his hands at all. I didn't get in his way. He just, yeah, so that made me or think. Or was he going to wash his hands, but yet you cut in front of him, uh, so they thought, it, well, now I'm not going to wait around to do it. might have looked like the uh, outbreak monkey to him. Yeah, and, and I apologize if this topic is a little too... Uh, <laughs> Close to T- home, TMI for everyone, but uh, you know, you're we're probably going to have some of these discussions. So, uh, oh, I mean, possibly. you talk about the topic. I, you know, everybody has her nightmare stories from kind of public restrooms, and even if you didn't have it, you know, there's a reason uh, people from Todd, Eric, and I's generation would not use the restroom at school because, for Pete's sake, they wouldn't even put doors on the stalls. Um, you know, you would be conducting your commerce commerce in full public view. <laughs> If you were, uh, you know, unlucky enough to be stricken with the ailment, and yeah, um, I, I was never a big fan of that. I, uh, we were a private family growing up. <laughs> and, you know, my dad, I, like, their bedroom had a door obviously locked, and then the right. master bathroom had a door that locked. So my dad, 
I mean, it, he shut that place down when he when he would shower. I mean, you'd have to get through four or five doors, get key, skeleton keys out. I mean, it, heaven forbid you ever Redness need it. As a matter of fact, there was a, one time when I was a kid, I started choking uh, on a piece of hard candy. And uh, my brother... Okay. Back to your... Just all cycles back. What was the candy? Uh, I think it was a root beer barrel. Yes. <laughs> I, was, yes. I was so hoping you would say that. <laughs> oh, I hate root beer barrels. It's Hound's, Hound's, what's it, Hound's Tooth? What's that? Whorehound. Whorehound, that's what I was thinking. Which is, why is it called that? <laughs> Hound's Tooth so, is, the, is the material. Yes. Uh, yeah, Bear Bryant's hat. Yeah, yes. Bear Bryant's hat. Yes. So, Whorehound. I don't think it was a Whorehound. I think it was root, a root beer. And uh, so, anyway, I started choking. And my brother was home, thankfully, because my dad, again, was shut <laughs> shut in somewhere. Fort Knox. And, uh, and I remember my brother, like, beating on the bedroom door, which, you know, three doors away in the shower, he, he, my dad couldn't hear it. So my brother picks me up on my ankles, turns me upstairs, and just starts punching me in the back. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, of course, I spit, I spit the hard candy out and, uh, and everything was fine. And then my dad comes out and, like, at that point, he heard a commotion. Then, of course, I just got in trouble, you know, <laughs> for choking. <laughs> How dare you, <laughs> you delinquent? Yes. So uh, I'm not sure where I was going with that, but uh, oh, the privacy. You know, it's just the way, you know, you lock the door. You lock every door that you can between you and the, uh, you know, the restroom. So I actually know of someone whose parents feared for their safety because they were so afraid that this person while traveling abroad would not properly use the restroom because it was public <laughs> and that they would not use public restrooms. <laughs> so. I don't, um, I'm not a fan of it. I, I, I yeah, I mean, it's, it's not one of my favorite things I've, to I've do. I've gone through states of great discomfort at school because <laughs> I did not want to subject myself to... <laughs> to the humiliation. Yes. So what, you would be humiliated because... Inevitably, in elementary school, some kid would walk in and people would be sitting in there and look at him and go, ah. <laughs> yeah. So funny, you're doing a bodily function. Because ah. oh, nobody just, you know, what are they? They're like Kim Jong-il that, you know, according to his autobiography, his body was so perfectly functioned that he never had a bowel movement that's actually taught in North Korean schools for real. So... <laughs> So do we all agree with Fiscus's, uh, Fiscus's first decree of getting rid of... I second that I second motion too. and third it. And I'd like to add, for anyone listening, you know, same question goes to you guys. If you were a world czar, what would be your first... Um, decree? Decree. Uh, send us your messages. Uh, let us know. We'd like to uh, hear what you guys have to say. Eric, do you have any second decrees? Or? Well, I, it, was, it was one and one A. Okay. It was that... Or it was immediate prosecution for anyone who leaves a shopping cart in a parking spot. Here, here. Oh, here, here. Now, me, me and my sister, who agree most on everything, uh, we had a debate about that. And she wholeheartedly said, I would leave my cart in the parking lot. I said, okay, so you're, you're a runner. So you're going to go out right after we eat today. And you're going to go run five miles. But you won't walk your cart to the corral? No, I will not. Okay. All right, well. To Alcatraz with you, sis. Then then count me self-righteous here because I I will have none of that in my world. Well, (laughs) and Eric, this is a flashback. I tend to remember like one of your first cars you ever purchased, you know, you were one of the first one of my friends that actually got a new vehicle. 
and wasn't it damaged by an errant shopping cart? It this was, is when I you were like that. 16 years old. That, well, that was a light blue Cavalier. 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 Yeah. I was say sun. But I would, I would go with the, that. Yes, I, it's one of my big pet peeves as well. I've matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I've had this debate on Facebook as well. <laughs> you know, the issue is there's plenty of those corrals around and very few reasons why you wouldn't just take your cart and put it where it goes. Absolutely. At least that's my opinion. Because we've all had, I, I've had cars damaged from it. Like, you know, pretty bad damage too. A good wind kicks one up. And, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, I know that there was one time at, um, that I got a pretty good door dinghy from a um, from an errant yeah. shopping cart. Okay, Mel Sharples dinghy, <laughs> door dinghy, door dingers, door dingies. Um, so Eric's second decree, we agree. I I agree. We make it happen. We like I said, happen. I don't know which one I would do first because they. Both, I think they could be done simultaneously. They, I mean, it's I mean, they, they both annoy me to a great extent, and I don't know which one annoys me more. Who's next? I can only think of one off the top of my head. Uh, mine would be something along the lines of making sure that McDonald's ice cream machines are uh, upgraded around the world and that McDonald's is fined heavily. If I go to order a McFlurry... <laughs> the the machine no, is being cleaned. Yes. And there's no more flurry in the machine. That They should lose their license to handle dairy products if they cannot properly maintain it off of business hours, operation yeah. hours. You know, I've never gone to Wendy's and they say our frosty machine's down or we're cleaning our frosty machine. These are facts. Or DQ. Never, yeah, well... You I mean, talk about a restaurant... If their ice be... cream's down, then they got issues because that's... A exactly. But seriously, I mean, every single time you go to McDonald's and want a shake or some sort of frozen treat... Um... I would venture to say that that has at least happened to me in double figures times. Oh, yeah, easily. Easily. So, you know, you can search things out in Google and things populate themselves. So I typed in new McDonald's ice cream machine because I swear I heard this in, in the news that they were actually coming out with a new machine that would not need to be cleaned as often. So therefore... Because that's a common problem, apparently, in the world. That, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. you know, you well, gotta, here, I, I keep the machine dirty. I don't care as long as my ice cream's done. I don't need clean, <laughs> clean ice cream. Again, who cares about the coronavirus? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, new device. Now, this is this year. Now, I'm telling you, I didn't hear it just this year. I've heard this years ago. New device may help prevent McDonald's ice cream machine from breaking down. And this, this is dated February 12th, 2020. Ooh, that really? is a positive development. One of the main reasons why the ice cream machines are down often is because it has an automated cleaning cycle that could take up to four hours to complete. Then I think it is time to come up with a new supplier. I, if we could put a man on the moon, if we could, for Pete's sake, if we could have Amazon Alexa that could tell us anything and operate our homes, we could have an ice cream machine that. Or get a 3D printer to print my ice cream. 3D printers can do everything else nowadays. That is true. Yes. Print my ice cream. You're here. <laughs> Print my ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only one I could really think of. Um, uh, maybe I actually read that somewhere here a while back or something. So I was. But I'm, I'm telling it. you, I, I, I've heard this prior to now. Because they were supposed to get brand new machines. And I don't know that that ever happened. But now this new device should correct the problem. There we go. Todd goes to McDonald's at 4 a.m. after a gig, then he can get his McFlurry. That's right. 
Or at least a milkshake. Or a shamrock shake. Ooh. They're back. <laughs> Speaking oh, yeah. of mint. Yeah. The mint Give menace. my dad three drinks of that thing and he would He'd sneeze it all over the car. Go off like Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> all right, Brady, what's yours? Okay. Now, your guys tend to be... And I was trying to keep this lighthearted. But, um, you know, this is the best your, I Your worlds do. are. It doesn't have to be lighthearted. <laughs> worlds are. Okay. And this is going to be broad, and this is going to be hard to... You'll get the gist of it. Let me just fire this off. There needs to be a special court that determines if something... There is following the letter of the law, and there is following the spirit of the law. There needs to be a special court that will throw things out like stupid things that we have to endure because it is the letter of the law. Example. Example. Okay, if we have, oh, let's say, um, okay, here's a perfect example. I know of someone who um, lost their job because an unruly teenager had borrowed their car and uh, there had been some illegal substances in it and uh, the place of their employment, um, you know, got a positive hit on illicit substances and this person passed a drug test. They passed a polygraph, but because it was in, like, you know, uh, and there was a story given, and it makes sense, and especially when the, uh, the, uh, the, what do you call it, the child in question had a record, you know, but the letter of the law said that person had to be fired. But the spirit of the law was to protect people from being around intoxicated individuals and that was not the spirit of the law it was the letter of the law um we have lots of laws on the books that are made to make people's lives better but through lack of common sense sometimes we lose the spirit of why the law was created well yeah and it's you know think about laws that are that are still in the books but are not enforced anymore exactly um why couldn't those laws be? Well, can you, I can't think of it. Didn't it used to be illegal to chew gum and walk down the sidewalk or something like that? Yeah, there are I, all, all kinds of those odd laws. Yeah, I mean, and like even like jaywalking, do, do they still enforce jaywalking laws? I, I don't know. Yeah, I got a jaywalking warning in college. Really? I and I've misspoken for years. I actually thought I got fined for it, but I did not. Yeah. Because um, years later, I found the surely that was warning. an Ohio State thing, not a Moorhead thing. Yeah, it was at Ohio State. It was on game day, and several of us we crossed the street in a non-marked because we were getting from point A to point B, and there was a large crowd, and there was a campus police officer that wrote our names down and gave us a warning. So yeah, I've experienced that, but. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. I um I, I've said that thing before I've said often said that before about like uh kind of some common sense law too. You know, when you um I don't know. I was talking to my our home builder and he was talking about how he had a uh he was on a job one time and he had a vehicle full of materials in the in the back of his of his right. truck and it had started to rain. So he was speeding, he was you know, he said he wasn't driving, you know, like a maniac. Like a maniac, but he was going up the speed limit and got pulled over, and of course got the ticket. And you know, the, some of the materials were ruined and, and something like that. It's like, 
Like you know. rolled stop signs, like the old California roll, the yeah. California stop sign. If no one is around and you know you're not <laughs> being unsafe, um, you know some of the things like. Um, well, that's a classic small town thing, right there. Oh yes, I could give you two stop signs that are the most disobeyed stop signs in the county that we live in because there's never anybody else around, nor had I have ever encountered a vehicle at that place but um and i know like there are just sometimes and and like i said sometimes these are laws um that are put on the books to protect some people but it gets misapplied Mm -hmm. and it ends up causing a lot of grief to individuals because the spirit of the law was not meant to be bureaucratic and make people's lives miserable it was to protect people that you know and that's just one thing I've just seen. It seems like I've seen a lot of lately. So that would be your first decree as world czar? First decree. Spirit of the law. Spirit of the law. <laughs> and let's make sure that we're just not um, harassing people, that th- this is the way that it was intended to be written. All right. Well, I think uh, very good answers there. And like Todd said, if you have uh, answers to that or any comments or snide remarks on anything else that we've talked about today (laughs) lots of snide remarks you can uh, leave those on our facebook page Uh, there's also a capability on our anchor.fm page which hosts our podcast let me say that with enunciation (laughs) Uh, there is a capability there to leave a voice message so we could actually use your voice message in our podcast so if you'd like to avail yourself of that possibility you can do that as well so, I think uh, we're, we have exhausted everything that we need to exhaust today. Uh, we are uh, nearing on an hour and a half, so I uh, uh, hope, hope everyone enjoyed hearing us uh, commensurate. Banter. Banter, that's a good word, commensurate and, on all these different topics. Uh, we will be putting in some topics that will appear on a more weekly basis. We kind of took some time today to talk about why we're doing this, which obviously we will not do every week, so uh, we'll add some things as we go along that will be recurring topics and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy those as well and just like anything um this is our first go around it at this um you will see it get to be a smoother more refined process as we go so rome was not built in a day podcasts were not built in the first episode but full disclosure i still think it was pretty darn good i think it was pretty smooth anyway i think it was pretty smooth anyway so uh, you know just please leave your suggestions for us and you know if there's some kind of topic that you want to see us cover you know we'll try to do our best to make it happen too and um i don't know about you fellas but this was a pretty darn enjoyable fast hour and a half agreed um and looking for us on facebook it's play it by ear podcast if you search that on facebook uh, we also have a twitter feed play it by ear pod with the at sign before it uh, two and you have to put the number two behind that i'm not sure i couldn't find play it by ear pod so i don't know where that exists but ours is two so please put two if you're searching and gets out there and again our uh, website that will host our podcast is anchor.fm backslash play it by ear podcast so you can find us there as well with that i want to thank you gentlemen todd and brady uh, for the thank, thank you good conversation and I uh, hope you all become fans. Spread the word about us. And uh, hopefully you, it was a quick hour and a half for you as well. With that, we'll say goodbye. Peace. <laughs>